I thought I'd talk today about how I learned how to write. Because I think it's one of the most important skills that you can have in life, whether you work for someone else or for yourself. And I don't think it's something that's reserved for somebody who thinks of themselves as a writer. It's really just communication. And as such, it's similar to being able to hold a communication. Sorry, hold a conversation with somebody. I'm distracted by watching my dog and worrying that she sees someone around the corner, but she does. So that was actually George, who lives down at the bottom of the hill. And uh, funny that I was talking about writing. He used to be the editor of our local newspaper. At any rate, um, so I think becoming comfortable with writing and practicing it daily is one of the best things you can do um, because writing is used in so many instances, whether you're trying to persuade someone or communicate something with someone um, or simply understand things for yourself, which is a lot of what I use writing for. I started off uh, the writing outside of schoolwork as a poet. There was a poet who was my ninth and 12th grade English teacher, and he um, had a writing club after school, and I joined it in part of a, an identity crisis when a girl I liked started going out with my other best friend. We three were good friends. And I needed to figure out who I was outside of who I thought I was with them. And I got very heavily invested in the idea of being a poet. And for a while I only read poetry and I only wrote poetry and I got quite good. And I won awards and got published and all that. And then when I went to college, I found that the world of poetry was particularly backbiting and petty. And over the course of my years at college, I came to recognize that secretly I was writing prose, just chopping it up and calling it poetry. And I really soured to poetry. I'm maybe now coming around to it again, maybe, but don't quote me on that. And I had a wonderful professor, visiting professor at college, who uh, was also uh, on the editorial staff of a newspaper, and he taught a class on nonfiction prose. And that's what made me realize that that's really what I wanted to do, that I wanted to write about stuff that was true. Because, frankly, that's what I had been doing with my poetry, was using my writing to try to understand my life and the world. So, um, flash forward a couple years, and... Did I just say flash forward? That should be a word. Fast forward a couple years, and... And I had kids, young, because uh, we got married young. We wanted to have kids young. 
And as anyone who has kids know, a lot of stuff falls by the wayside because it crowds out so much and demands so much of you. And writing very swiftly fell to the side as something that I hadn't yet figured out how it was going to be a part of my life. But at the same time, my father and I started an, a scientific editing business. And I'm so grateful that we did because it kept writing and thinking about writing in my life. And in a professional way, I was taking this poor writing and doing all the things it needed to make it better. And it kept my hand in the game, thinking about it. And seven, eight years ago, I, no, six, seven years ago, um, I got uh, my first smartphone and joined Instagram and very quickly realized that writing posts on Instagram was going to be a useful writing exercise. And really, it's what led to my first book, Carving Out a Living on the Land, was that daily exercise of writing. And now that I'm working on my second book, uh, which is about spoon carving, I have come to appreciate more and more how much all of the daily practice of talking here and posting on Instagram and various accounts helps me articulate things that are hard to articulate the first time you try, and the more you try, the easier it becomes. And what that means is that if I'm writing about something that I've already written about, I am much more fluent. There is always a struggle that happens at the beginning, though, when you are trying to articulate something. And for me, the struggle happens less so with knowing what I want and then saying it. The struggle happens in knowing what I want in the first place. And I think for many writers, this is writer's block. You sit down with some overarching idea, but then you need to start in a particular spot and you don't know where to start. A couple of things help me with this. One is to keep my focus super narrow. So in general, If I can write about a very particular thing, that helps me begin, because it doesn't feel uh, as daunting. The other thing that helps me write about a particular thing is to ease into it with a story. So you'll notice I often start these podcasts with an example in my own life in the last day or two of a thing, and that's because it helps me begin. I also think it helps people um, remember if it's a good story. Not all of them are good, but if it's a good story, it helps people remember the idea. But for me, it's a logical place to start because it helps me start. But there's a third thing that helps me with my writing a lot. 
which is a little counterintuitive and I'm facing it right now, and it's why I bring this up, which is to procrastinate. You see, two days ago, the last time I was writing, I actually finished a chapter in my book. And it was good, and I'm happy with how it ended up. And today, I was going to start the next chapter. And I honestly hadn't thought about it beyond that sentence. I'm going to start the next chapter. But when I got up at five in the morning this morning, and I laid a fire in the wood stove and sat down, and I opened up the folder that had my notes about what I wanted to talk about, all the topics, right? This chapter is going to be about spoon forms, and it's going to be broken down by size and characteristics. So, you know, what do you need to think about when you're carving really small forms? What do you need to think about when you're carving really big forms? What rears its head when you're doing really flat forms or really geometric forms? But what I didn't have was an in. I didn't have a beginning. I was staring down that writer's block and I didn't know where to start. Now, sometimes people have the advice of just start and then you can ease your way back to something. And I've tried that many times. What I find is that it often derails what I would have written in the first place. It sends me off in a different direction, which is not always bad. But in this case, I felt pretty confident that if I just waited, if I just procrastinated, that the feeling of where to start and how to get that first paragraph that segues into the obvious topic, that that would form inside me that I needed to spend more time with it rattling around inside my body because I hadn't been spending days and days thinking about it. I'd been concentrating on the previous chapter. Now often when I'm writing, I'll actually stop writing for the day mid-sentence because that makes it easier to pick up the next day. You're not facing the idea. If you, God forbid you complete not only a sentence but a paragraph or an idea and don't know where the next sentence or paragraph or idea is going to go, it becomes much harder to begin the next time you sit down to write. And so when I can, I will try to deliberately stop at uh, the midpoint of a sentence where I where it's pretty obvious where the sentence is going to go, I just haven't gone there. Sometimes it's hard to stop because I'll keep finishing sentences and have to keep finding the middle of new sentences. But that really helps. But in this instance, I couldn't do that because it was the beginning of a new chapter. And... What I found about myself is that in those circumstances, it's best for me to just not do anything at all and just let it sit in me. And when it is fully formed enough, it will come out. Doesn't mean it's completely fully formed, but I know about myself as a writer that I tend to hold things inside myself and then just let them out. 
and how long I need to hold them inside myself has changed over time. I think I used to think that I had to hold them inside for a long time while everything resolved. And now doing this podcast every day and doing posts every day, the time has shortened. Sometimes it's just minutes where I am thinking, 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 and then mm, I'm ready to start. Because the truth is, I don't need to know everything. I just need to feel some certainty about where to start. And I don't need to feel precious about where I started after I've started. But I do think that just like setting off on a walk in a certain direction takes you to a certain place, that setting off in a different direction would take you into a different place, it's the setting off that matters. You can circle back and alter where the chapter or book or essay or post began later. But if you don't head off in the right direction, you won't end up where you're hoping to end up. And so that's really what I'm seeking is some feeling inside myself of, okay, this is how I should start and this is the direction it's going to take me. I hope these ideas will give you a sense that writing is something that you can do yourself without it being big and scary. I think spoon carvers tend to be perfectionists largely because the form is a reductionist form where you can only remove and so it pays dividends to people who are naturally cautious and naturally finicky. But those same people can stop themselves from writing something even before they begin. Or if they do write something that's not great, they stop them from sharing it. And I would say as much as possible, if you can use your social media as a place to share your writing, good and bad especially the bad. That's how you'll get better. You get better at writing by writing badly, not by writing well. And it's in the bad writing that we figure out how to make it better. So, I try not to hold myself to any judgment over what I write, and I tend not to edit it. I do try to look through for typographical errors, especially since I'm often dictating. But as many of you know, I sometimes don't even do that. And the point is that it's a practice, that I'm practicing my writing, especially my bad writing, so that over time I can become a good writer. Thank you for listening. Talk to you.